2: They are now 4-0, and and do you consider them to be one of the top couple, top three, top five teams in the National Football League? Welcome. Uh, the Green Bay Packers got a win last night, and obviously Robert Tanyan being very much deservedly so um, accredited today. Uh, three touchdowns, he had that break- breakout game. We kept talking about who's going to have the breakout game, who's going to step up, who's going to be – it's cliche to say – but you keep asking when guys go down, who is going to be the next? And you saw Aaron Jones used early on in that contest, and we'll talk more about that. But then it was it was Robert Tanya who just you know has that relationship, working relationship with Aaron Rodgers we hear so much about, and uh, Aaron Rodgers you know likes the guy, and it paid off last night. So Robert Tonyan becomes the becomes the uh, the I don't want to say the flavor of the month because I think he's a solid player, and he's been able to prove himself time and again, but for lack of a better term, he uh, becomes the newest weapon in the arsenal that is the Green Bay Packers, and you know what, I, I'll, I'll say this, coming into this show today, I had to think about this, um, because I had talked, I did a piece on the network, I think it was earlier in the week, or maybe I, I take that back, it was later last week, and I had talked about, okay, Mark was about a scantling, um, kind of unproven, but he's kind of emerging, right, um, but still not there. You've got guys like Robert Tanyan, you've got Jay Sternberger who they're trying to, to trying to find, so to speak, but then you've got Devontae Adams goes down, Al Lazard goes down, and you're talking about some of these mounting injuries and you look back at the draft and you say, God, it would be so nice if you had a guy like Patrick Queen in the middle who is leading the Baltimore Ravens with tackles and tackles for loss, and that was he was available in the draft. And if you don't trade away that fourth-round draft choice, maybe the board becomes different. Maybe you pick up an extra wide receiver. You add some depth. Because ultimately, depth is, in the NFL specifically, depth is what's going to get you from point A to point B, and point B being a championship, or at least into a Super Bowl. So you keep thinking to yourself, okay, this is it. You know, here's where that foresight to take Jordan Love versus others becomes glaring. And it just it doesn't appear. Now, whether or not these guys, these players, Mark Valdez Scantling, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, uh, Mercedes Lewis, you know, you start to look at all these different players, and then obviously Robert Tanyan, this is where a lot of these guys begin to step forward and you hear about, well, you know, I've had a relationship with this guy, I've liked this guy's work ethic, I've done this with this guy, and then you go, okay, some of the stuff that's outward, maybe we're not obviously uh, privy to, but... At what point, if at any point, does the ability to point the finger and say, you know what, you could have done more this season to help this season versus two and three and four years down the road become evident? And every week we wait for it. And I, I got to be honest, I, I as of right now, through these four games, going into the bye week, with the injuries this team has sustained – I have to sit here today and say, as of right now, I look at this and I say I'm wrong. I'm, you know, because whether or not you believe that this team is that good, that this depth is that good, or that Aaron Rodgers is just simply bought in and he is the elixir that fixes everything, which that's a pretty big burden to carry, but that's what superstars do, right? Maybe you just look at it and go, we have the elixir. Now all we have to do is just figure out a way to to you know kind of have Aaron stir the drink, you know whether it's a beer or scotch or whatever you want to you know metaphorically call it. But I I think as I sit here today, going back to that and and with all the speculation and things that were being said last night on Twitter prior to the game, uh, not by me but just by you know kind of responding to some of the tweets that were out there, um, you got to say so far I've been wrong about this, um, you know, uh, to moderately. I mean, it's not completely, but moderately. You know, would Patrick Queen look good in a Packers uniform? Hell, yes, he would. Would an, another wide receiver, another top two or three round wide receiver look good in this uh, this group? I, hell, yes. I completely agree with that. But is it detrimental to this team? As of right now, no. Um, now, Gary Ellison and I were talking about this last night. You know, they put up the statistics. They are now, what, 6-0 and without Devontae Adams. Proving that they can win without Devontae and he's not that important. Okay, whatever. Whatever you want to put up there regarding that statistics or whatever it is you want to believe, that's one thing. But the the distinction between getting to and going to and winning a Super Bowl and just winning games in the regular season, drastically different. If you're going to get to and or win a Super Bowl, you need more high-end level players. You just do. You know, you don't have a spectacularly dynamic defense. You've got a pretty good offense. And I don't want to label it as great because we've seen great offenses. You know, you don't have Jermichael and Jordy and Greg and James and Donald. You don't have that. But what you've got is a quarterback who is looking at things differently and saying, I can make this work. It took us a year to get together. And a, and a little bit of a feeling out period. And it was it was contentious, but not contentious to irreparable, you know? It was contentious to, I want to win and do it this way. You want to win and do it this way. We both want to win, though. So let's come together. And you're seeing this now be the culmination of that as the way it's working. Now, are they going undefeated? Probably not. Either something's going to happen, a couple of mistakes are going to be made, or a team just just schemes better. You know, maybe there's just a matchup difference. Who knows? But at some point, you would assume, just because history will tell you that, that there will be a loss or two or four along the way. Okay? But as I look at this team here today, as I sit here this morning, in full, you know, watching the game again this morning, looking at things over again, uh, there's a lot of good pieces, and a lot of good pieces will take you very far. Notice I didn't say great. I think, the, I think the term great or exceptional or outstanding or superstar, I think those terms are used far too often. Are there good pieces here? There's good pieces here. Are there above-average pieces here? Yes. So, and even if you just have the mediocre player, as long as the player is not bad, because because in football, you're only as good as your weakest link. And if your weakest link is a bad football player and that's what you're relying upon, then you're going to end up being a, a mediocre to below average football team because of that, because of the compensation for a bad player. I don't think they have bad players. I think they've got a bunch of good guys that have come together and found a way to to feed off of one another. And uh, I just I, I think it's been pretty impressive. Um, okay, so all of that being said, all of that being said. Give me your thoughts in reaction to last night's ballgame and to where the Packers stand today. 4-0. and They have put up no less than 30 points in each of their games. They have held opponents to 34, 21, 30, and 16. And remember, this offense of the, uh, of the Atlanta Falcons, in the first three games of their season, they had put up 67 points in the first half and 23 in the second half. Last night, the Packers allowed three in the first half which is phenomenal, and 13 in the second half. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. That's the phone number to get a hold of us. Uh, Again, 855-830-8648. Also, hit me up on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Four games, zero turnovers, and it's just been – Now, last night, uh, a turnover was not garnered, but they still lead the turnover battle. They have yet to turn the ball over. And again, I don't want to be the jinx. I mean, there's different stories that have been written about this, but um, it's just an incredibly impressive start. And I think if I had to look between them and the Seattle Seahawks right now, I would probably say, and maybe it's because I'm right here, in their own backyard, and maybe I've got a different up-close and personal view of it, but I would have to say that the Packers are the class of the NFC right now. Agree or disagree? 855-830-8648. I want to get your thoughts. I want you to chime in. The phone lines are wide open, okay? What did you take away from last night's game? That's one question. Two, slash it. What do you take away from the first quarter of the season, the first four games of this season – when you look at this Green Bay Packers team, what do you look at? Okay. What either, what either do you have to say about it, or what concerns do you have, or, or are they the class of the NFC? All of that, all of that encompasses today's conversation. 855-830-8648. Let's bring it. If you want to hit me up via email, Bill Michaels at BillMichaelsports.com, or you can always go to the Facebook fan page, go to facebook.com slash the Bill Michaels Show. What is your biggest takeaway from last night? What is your biggest takeaway from the first four games of the season heading into the bye week and then moving forward? 855 830 8648. More of the Bill Michaels Shows next.
1: Wisconsin wide. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
2: Welcome back on a uh, Robert Hack Diamond's Green and Gold Tuesday. Go to double H-A-A-C-K dot com. As uh, Robert Hack, they pay the most green for your gold. A couple of locations in the Milwaukee area. 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. A lot of things to... Discuss. I mean, things are coming up roses right now when you're talking about the Green Bay Packers. Four and they're putting up uh, really solid offensive numbers. Defensively speaking, they've been uh, pretty solid. I mean, when it comes to uh, key moments in the ball game, last night that long ninety-eight yard drive by the Atlanta Falcons and then the Packers stopping them. That was a I know I was getting a lot of tweets, uh, you know, same old defense. They're getting shredded, poor tackling. And, I, I look, I agree. But when they needed to, they rose up. And that was a as demoralizing a drive for Atlanta where you would think they'd walk away with a lot of confidence. But not to be able to punch the ball in the end zone, I think that was pretty big. Uh, I really do. I, I think they kind of looked at this and went, okay, we've been putting up some pretty good numbers in the first half, and we couldn't score. We had to settle for a field goal, and that was all they ended up putting up in the first half. I think that was that was in the heads of the uh, the Falcons as uh, they come out of the tunnel at halftime and getting ready for the second half of that ball game. I really do. I, I think that was in their heads that the defense, not you know not great, but has that ability to rise up. Uh, let's get to uh, the phone calls. Alex listening to us in West Dallas on 1250 AM, the fan there in Milwaukee. Alex, how you doing?
3: I'm doing well, Bill. How are you?
2: <clears throat> doing great today. What's on your mind?
3: Well, here. Here's the thing. Um, I, I was looking. Nobody's really perfect. I mean, there was no preseason, so I'm going to chalk up some of the missed tackling and some of the just kind of like, like unevenness of the defensive play to that. Um, you know, just it was a different environment with the COVID uh, situation. And so I'm going to chalk up the first quarter of the, you know, the shoddiness on defense. But Aaron does not look in any danger of throwing an interception this year. (laughs)
1: Like
3: in any danger. I mean, he's so wide. I mean, his players are so wide open. That offense is so imaginative. And, I mean, he's doing it with guys that you – honestly could not have imagined would be this successful um mm-hmm. it's a very very quarterback friendly offense for an otherworldly talented quarterback so he's going to keep beating this drum he, he he might only throw two or three picks this year and have 40 touchdowns so that's going to put you in a, a really good position and I, I just think they're the class of the league uh once they get kenny clark back a kamal martin back uh some of the other kind of pieces back uh Devontae hasn't played in two and a half games and, and they're still putting up numbers um, i think i think they have a really good chance to kind of meet uh kansas city in the super bowl
2: I boy i tell you what if you look at the class of the the conferences right now that would be i think most people's pick i appreciate the phone call i think you're right um now a lot has to go right between now and then and they have to get past that they they, they have to get past the bugaboo of the nfc championship game and we've talked about it time and again until they reach the super bowl 2014 will continue to haunt because of what it was and what happened okay you got to get past that but i will say this different coaching staff different different regime we all understand that but they just it's uh, you, you hate to use the old adage game at a time but that's kind of where we're at right now we all believe that this is a team that's 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 destined for something For something, we just, we don't know how much more depth there is to how well they're playing, if that makes sense. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Let's get back to it. Ron in Green Bay listening to us on the fan there. Ron, how you doing?
4: Hey, Bill. Say, what a breath of fresh air. This team is, it feels like I'm watching somebody else. Their offense. Third and short, end of the game, fourth and short, they're going for it. You know, they're not just running and trying to not lose. The only thing that scares me is their their offense looks really, really good. And granted, it's a lot of short passes, which I love. But it brings me to memories of the uh, 2011, I believe, where, you know, they went 14-0 and on fire. Mm-hmm. And you really got nowhere to go but down. It's just... You know, you just wait for the bottom to fall out. But I tell you, I, I like what I'm seeing so far.
2: I, I would completely agree. I appreciate the phone call. Now, the thought of waiting for the bottom to fall out. See, I don't think there's a bottom. to fa- The only bottom that falls out, I think, is something that would be self-inflicted, uh, such as just, you know, a, a mistake, uh, you know, somebody not wrapping up the football in a close game and a fumble um, uh, you know, a tip that turns into a pick, something like that, you know? Um, But for the bottom to fall out, the only thing, the, the way I would see the bottom falling out of this would be as if uh, they are just completely decimated by injuries. You know what I mean? I, I think that's the only way this happens. I think it's a pretty good team. I think they've all bought in. I think that they continue to get better. We continue to see it was interesting when Matt LaFleur had said, and we're going to hear from Matt LaFleur here at the bottom of the hour. When he said that, you know, yeah, we had this, this thought, we, you know, we, we wanted to target Bobby, Robert Tanya. So they came in saying, this is what we're going to do. Okay. We're, they're not expecting this. Let's do this. They're not going to be looking for this. So let's do this. Let's go misdirection here. You know, and the only, the only misstep in play calling that I, I, and again, hindsight being what it is, but I actually said it at the top uh just before it happened was last night on the fourth down, fourth and goal. And my first tweet was, go for it. And my second tweet was, I'd throw the football. Because you could see the confusion in the secondary. They chose a run play there. I think they just wanted to stuff it in and and grind it in and say, here you go, we're jamming it down your throats and there's nothing you can do. I applaud that. But I would have thrown the football. Only for the fact that the play before, one, Tanya was open. There was confusion in the secondary. We saw it throughout the game, and I would have thrown the foot because they were biting so hard on the run. They were they were keying so hard on Aaron Jones coming out of the backfield, trying to take that away. That was a golden opportunity to bring in a two-tight end set, go with that, that, that jumbo package, if you will, even if you bring in an extra – you know, an extra uh, tackle and we'll call him tackle eligible. But to, to go with that two tight end set and then just have somebody chip block it and fall out into the open, into the flat out there in the corner of the end zone, uh, it, it, they were biting so hard on Aaron Jones that you kind of saw that coming, being stuffed at the line of scrimmage. So that was the only misstep. That was, that was the only thing that I could have looked at and said, you know, I would have done that differently. This portion of the program, as the Bill Michael Show is, brought to you by our good friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Glad to have you on board. And also, don't forget, we've got the the Bill Michael Settle coming up on Thursday night. Thursday night. And uh, it's brought to you by our friends at Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good. Scott Grodzky from CBS 58. And, if you remember a few years back, Earl Arms. From CBS 58, Earl's doing some stuff right now with PBS in Milwaukee and uh, a longtime guy that's covered sports in the area. So those two guys are going to join us coming up on Thursday night for the Bill Michaels Huddle, brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. This one is from Patrick uh, over at the Taxmasters over on uh, Twitter. says, uh, the doubters all owe Mark Murphy a big apology. The uh, floor has turned out to be a phenomenal hire. They are winning because of his scheme and how well Rodgers is playing in spite of a uh, less-than-stellar receiving talent. Tanya looks like a player, though. He can run. That's – nobody likes to say, told you so. And Mark Murphy has never come out and said, I told you so. He basically made the pick, got the hire, talked a few times, you know, about certain things socially, maybe some uh, economics of the team, and that's really about it, and then has just faded away into the background, which is – what um, many of us thought would happen, but it was the fact that there was a lot of people that feared that he was going to have his fingers in everything, and he was not going to allow this team to flourish because he wanted it for his own kingdom and own ego. Um, but yeah, at some point, I think, as the winds continue to mount, Matt LaFleur continues to be heralded, Aaron Rodgers continues to play well, you got to think, right? I mean, don't you at least have to admit, if you were a doubter, that, you know, the team is... It's back on the right tracks, right? You know? Uh, Kim says good win, but it was against one of the worst teams in the league. The defense is eventually going to lose them games. Okay, Kim, tell me, you know, uh, tell me a good win. We go through this every year. Every year we go through this. Tell me a good win. The win in Minnesota wasn't good because Minnesota hasn't won enough games. Okay, so that wasn't good. Win at home against Detroit. Okay, it's Detroit. Win on the road against New Orleans. That wasn't a good win. So, I mean, that's what many people circled as a loss. Uh, Win against a decent Atlanta Falcons team where they're completely underperforming themselves right now, not to mention the fact that they were putting up points in the first half of ballgames. That's when they were at their best, and you held them to three points defensively. That's not a good win. So let me ask you this. So if they beat Tampa Bay next week, are we going to make an excuse that, well, Tom's still learning the offense? Wait till the end of the season. If you'd have faced him at the end of the season, it would have been a different score? Is that what, is it, are, am I, give me the built in excuse for when the Packers, <coughs> excuse me, if the Packers should beat Tampa Bay, I shouldn't say when, but if the Packers beat Tampa Bay, give me the built in excuse that people are then going to say, well, that's not a good win because, because at what point then, Houston Texans, terrible, fired their head coach. Minnesota Vikings, you're not going to have been giving them credit for a win earlier. Why would you do it now? At San Francisco, well, San Francisco's all beat up. They've lost a lot of quality players. Jacksonville, you're beating Minshew? Come on. At Indianapolis, well, it's Phillip Rivers, but it's still the Colts. The Bears here, Philadelphia here, at Detroit, Carolina, Tennessee. Tennessee, okay, maybe, at Chicago. At what point do you say, that's a good win? That's that, That's a little bit frustrating. And that's a little bit demeaning to a team that is that is undefeated and has scored no less than 30 points and has looked damn good doing it with a bunch of injuries. Good team or bad team, it doesn't matter. This team had a lot of injuries and a lot of question marks coming into the contest. At what point do you give them credit for having a good win? 855-830-8648. When we come back, you're going to hear from the head coach, Matt LaFleur. Uh, after this, uh, also after Matt LaFleur last night on Monday Night Football, uh boy the hoodie was uh, pretty much disgusted wasn't he he didn't look too happy last night this portion of the program also brought to you by our friends at epoxy flooring done right epoxy flooring polyurea coating great people great stuff sean's a great guy and uh from green Bay to racine everywhere in between they warranty it for life and they're right here in our own backyard you don't have to go track them down if there's a problem they'll just call them up say hey can you take care of this we're on our way over get there get it done all good to go that's our friends at epoxy flooring that's epoxy flooring more of the bill michaels show matt lafleur next you're listening to the bill
1: michaels sports talk network
5: blitz picked up rogers has his man the tight end tied in for the touchdown Robert Tanyan on the receiving end, 19-yard score and make it three consecutive games with a touchdown catch for Tanyan.
2: Robert Tanyan throwing into that window and he was pulling everything down last night. Speaking of that, that's a great segue actually. Had I planned it, I would be a, a wordsmith, but I did not. However... Our friends over at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin want to remind you that the 555 is still available through the uh, the remainder of the week, as a matter of fact. And uh, going all the way through the mid-portion of the month, great people over there. Gina Della from Pella is absolutely fantastic. And what they are saying is, is that we all know this week is going to be beautiful. But that we also know that there is eventually going to be cooler weather upon us. And uh, once it hits, then you're going to go, ah, man, I should have replaced those doors and windows. I'm losing money and i want to uh, maybe you want to sell your house maybe you don't maybe you just want to add value maybe you want to beautify it that's okay the 555 is 5 years no interest 5 months before your first payment plus 5% bonus savings that is the 555 deal and the bonus savings they apply to windows and doors and installation so the windows that don't lock or the doors that don't uh, secure properly you got to put that stick in there maybe you don't feel safe maybe you would like to have uh additional value added to your home you know, maybe you want the appraisal value to go up a little bit. Uh, maybe you're looking to sell. Who knows? Maybe you just want to be warm and you want to save money in the wintertime. It, it's a it's a great way to do so. Don't put it off. Replace now and get 5% bonus savings on top of five years, no interest, five months before your first payment, and that's not until at least February of 2021. Pella now and pay later, plus bonus savings. Stop by your nearby showroom or the Pella Experience Center and just set up that free consultation right now at PellaWI.com. That is Pella wi.com was the uh two running backs and the tight end were they the main targets matt lafleur
4: i think it was a combination of everything i think uh going into it we knew we wanted to get the backs a bunch of touches and, and same with bobby tanyan you know the, all those guys consistently perform at a high level they're guys that we can trust certainly i think aaron has a lot of trust in those guys and i think that you you saw that uh you know come through tonight
2: in addition when you look at uh, when you look at uh, you know Matt Lafleur and his discussion after the game last night, the fourth and goal call I had talked about that I thought he should have thrown the ball, but he talks about that fourth and goal call.
4: You know, certainly if, in hindsight, not a good play call. They were in cover zero and had everybody loaded up in there, and probably should have called the timeout when I when I came out or when we came out of the huddle and lined up, and it it just didn't look good from the jump. And they were, they were, got to give Atlanta a lot of credit in that situation. They had a better call and they executed better than we did. Again, I think it has more to do with the call than anything else. I don't like the call, but I do like the mentality of going for it in that situation because, you know, we've got a lot of trust in our offense. We have a lot of trust that they're going to come through and, and deliver. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. But fortunately, it didn't
2: come back to bite us. Exactly what I was talking about. Loading up the box, they could have just had a couple of tight ends. They could have popped one free out into the flat. It would have been an easy score. The prior play, they were kind of crashing on the inside as well. And don't forget, the clock was running down. It was like, (laughs) ha ha They had to get the play off because the time was running out. And it just looked like it was a step slow, and Atlanta penetrated relatively quick. So... Uh, I agree uh, with everything that he just said there. Now, he talks about his thoughts about Tanya. And when he was first hired, he said, look, I really thought Tanya was a good player.
4: Well, I know that just in the limited play that he had the previous season, I I was excited about Bobby. And the more I've been around him, the more excited I am about him. And I think he he approaches it the right way. And and it's fun to see a guy work so hard and work through some stuff. I know last year he had the, the injury that set him back a little bit. But it's, it's awesome to see guys that work hard get rewarded for that hard work.
2: How is it that they're winning games without Devontae? I,
4: I would say it's a co- combination of everything. I think first and foremost, you know, it, it's always comforting when you have a quarterback of our caliber that's a Hall of Famer that consistently – Performs at a high level and, and leads our football team. I mean, he does a tremendous job with the ball, making great decisions, making sure that we just don't turn the ball over, which is winning. That's it's it's a recipe for winning football in this league. And you know, I think you got to give a lot of credit to the offensive line. You know, they, they consistently perform at a high level. You see very few times where where people are getting to our quarterback fast, unless unless they are bringing a, a pressure that we can't pick up. So those guys battle for him. They battle for each other up front. I think Adam Sinovich does an unbelievable job with with the offensive line. And I I think those guys are great as well. And, you know, we've just got a lot of great players. You know, you talk about our running back room. I think that's as deep a room as I've ever been a part of. And then when the wide receivers, yeah, we were down a couple guys, but we had guys step up. And that's what you want to see because no matter who's out there, the standards never change.
2: We expect to do well, and we expect to win. So the Falcons defensively, he said, look, uh, with our guys offensively, uh, he felt it. They saw it. They talked about it. But that was one of the hardest-hitting defenses they've seen.
4: That was one of the hardest-hitting defenses I feel like I've seen in my time in, in the NFL and they were battling to the end. There was zero quit in that football team. There was a lot of big-time collisions out there, and that's a credit to their players, to their coaching staff, and and we knew it was going to be that type of battle
2: out there. He also talks about having uh, Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones on the field together, just wanting their their best players to be in positions to make plays.
4: Our goal is to get our best players on the field at all times, and – like I said before, with with our running back room, it's not only you know Aaron and Jamal, it's AJ as well. And I, I keep coming up here saying that we need to get them more carries and and, and uh, you know more snaps, and and that is true. But th- those other two backs are are pretty versatile, and I think you saw that tonight. Whether it's running the football or making plays in the passing game, that is a luxury I feel like very few teams have.
2: He also uh, wants to highlight the defense. Defense last night played pretty well. And if you look at Jair Alexander, I mean, we talked about it with Pro Football Focus uh, earlier last week that, man, he's one of the top corners right now in the league. Our
4: defense had a lot of great moments. You know, I know it was a little frustrating having an 18-play drive, but, you know, they, they stiffened up when they need Needed to, and I think if you hold teams to three points, you got a pretty good chance at winning. So uh, our defense had a lot of great moments tonight. I think Jair, you talk about him, he he was outstanding. And I, like you said, I, we'll have to go back and watch the tape, but I, I don't remember too many balls being caught on him.
2: And then uh, having zero turnovers through four games, he says, "Hey, look, man, this is just uh, it has a lot to do with you know one where they're at with four and zero and their preparation."
4: Yeah, no, that's uh I think that's a big reason why we're sitting where we are right now. And we got to continue to do that because I think a lot of teams, especially in this league, you know, uh, you see a lot of defense that, that put a lot of emphasis on attacking the football. We're going to play some really good defenses moving forward. So we got to continue to be mindful of that and understand that each week has its own challenges. And, and, and we just got to be great in that regard. Does he
2: feel. This is kind of a weird question to ask. You are what your record says you are. Does he feel like that team is a legitimate 4-0?
4: Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I don't know. You guys would be better judges of that than me.
2: Unless you're asking the question because people nationally are asking it, I don't understand why you would ask that question. I mean, of course this is. I mean, to the eyeball test, you would say yes. And then when he was asked him when he had a sense that Rodgers would get off to, to to a really hot start this year.
4: Knowing the focus, the conversations that we had in the offseason, the expectations he has for himself. It's just he's one of those guys that is uh, self-motivated. It doesn't take anything other than he, he wants to be the best. And he... <laughs> He usually is the best every Sunday when we're out there. So again, we're fortunate to have him as our leader and he's the one drive, driving driving the, the ship out there and he you know, does a great job.
2: Well, the other aspect of this is is that the offense is just clicking and and he's like, you know, even going forward on fourth down, fourth and goal instead of kicking a field goal, they're trying to put up as many points as possible.
4: Our whole goal is to score as many points as we possibly can. And I know although we've been doing some really good things, there's a lot of room for improvement. It's collectively as a whole unit, just making sure that we're all on the same page. I think one thing that has really afforded us the ability to go out there and, and and play consistent football is we haven't had many mistakes and that needs to be that needs to continue in order for us to get to where we want to go.
2: And then uh, he's talked about the improvement in Tanyan I think in all phases,
4: I think his general understanding, I think Justin Outen does an unbelievable job with that room. He puts a lot of time and effort in, into coaching those guys up. And I think it shows. I think Bobby, again, another self-starter. I think he really worked hard this offseason. I feel like he changed his body when he came back here. I know he had the setback last season, but he has a great understanding of what we're trying to do. And he's really, he's really owned the details. But, you know, just, again, so happy for him in, in just what he's shown thus far.
2: And something, I, last but not least, something I want to expound upon later, uh, but Mavlo Ford talks about whether or not the decision was his or whose decision it was and how it came about uh, not allowing Adams and Clark to play in that game last night. Oh, no,
4: it's it's never one person's decision. I think it's, it's all of us together, and certainly I'm not a doctor. You know, we're always going to refer to our doctors and, you know, make the – decisions that are in the best interest of of this football team
2: so there you go that was uh, matt lafleur last evening after the packers get a win let's do this we'll step away take a quick break want to expound upon that a little bit last night there was another game on monday night football the hoodie was frustrated stay tuned we got more of the bill michaels show next
1: border to border the bill michaels sports talk network Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin, Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens.
5: The Packers get a decisive win over the Falcons, 30 to 16 on Monday Night Football, but Matt LaFleur says he expects a lot of sore players in the training room.
4: That was one of the hardest hitting defenses I feel like I've seen in my time in the, in the NFL, and they were battling to the end. There was zero quit in that football team.
5: In the first half, the Falcons had a 94-yard drive held to just a field goal. Packers linebacker Zadarius Smith.
3: Uh, it was big, man. You know, the uh, last couple games, we haven't been good at doing that. So to be in that situation and, and to make those plays in the red zone was big for us.
5: Green Bay now 4-0, headed into the bye. The Falcons are 0-4 and host the Panthers on Sunday. Head coach Dan Quinn.
0: You know, as we get to the close of our first quarter of the season, uh, we've got a team full of five Fighters and warriors, but our second quarter cannot look like our first, and I expect those two quarters of football to look a hell of a lot different.
5: That's Dan Quinn in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show.
2: Welcome back. Glad to have you. Hey, our friends over at Quick Trip reminding you, they've got some new pre-packaged meals. What's for dinner tonight? Quick Trip, they got you covered. Take-home meals like um, fettuccine Alfredo with chicken, turkey and potatoes and gravy, beef stroganoff, pork chops, stuffing. You have, they fix them, put them in the uh, packaging. Hot and fresh right there in their uh, big facility, that city out there in Lacrosse. Then they send them to the uh, Quick Trips, and uh, they got the take-home meals right there ready for you. Quick Trip, they have got you covered. Try one. Try one today. Last night... It was uh, not a good night for the uh, for the New England Patriots. Patrick Mahomes, uh, 19 of 29, 236 yards, a couple of touchdowns. Relatively pedestrian, a 113 quarterback rating. But Brian Hoyer last night, 15 of 24, 130 yards, and uh, threw a pick. Not good. Stidham, 5 of 13, 60 yards. He, remember, he was going to be the original uh, starter had they not picked up Cam Newton. One touchdown, two picks, even worse. Uh, the game itself was not; um, it was a close game. It was a close game. It was uh, 13 to 10 at one point. Then Hardman gets the six-yard pass from Patrick Mahomes, takes it in, which made it 19-10. Uh, but then the Honey Badger ends up uh, picking off, uh, uh, picking or making the pick, the interception, and uh, ended up sprinting 25 yards into the end zone. 2610 that's pretty much the way it ended as Bill Belichick just kind of stood there if you saw the highlights he's just standing there shaking his head like I can't believe this is happening. can't believe it. Uh, without Tom the Patriots are two and two the Chiefs are four and O oh, uh, along with the Green Bay Packers and the Chiefs and the Packers both look to be the cream of their conferences. So big night last night for the Chiefs the hoodie not so much. And uh, then they get back uh, and begin to regroup. Uh, like I said, the Packers are off next week uh, regarding the bye week. So uh, Packers not playing. Got a full slate of games next week, though. Some good ones. As a matter of fact, Thursday night, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go into Chicago. So there's a game of interest we can pay attention to coming up on Thursday night. Uh, other than that, uh, you've got the Raiders on the road taking on the Chiefs. A Cardinals team that I think is a pretty good team. They're on the road taking on the Jets, and the Jets are just an absolute train wreck right now. Uh, the Steelers will be back in action because they've got the Eagles coming to town after the week off because of the COVID scare regarding the Tennessee Titans. The Titans, by the way, are undefeated at 3-0. They're hosting the 4-0 Buffalo Bills this coming weekend. So that'll be a nice game to pay attention to. You've got the 1-3 Cowboys hosting the Giants in a divisional game there. And uh, don't forget also on Sunday night football, the 1-3 Minnesota Vikings go into Seattle and take on the undefeated 4-0 and Seattle Seahawks. So that's another good game to pay attention to coming up uh, this coming week in the NFL. Even though the Packers aren't playing, You've got some decent ramifications regarding the conference, specifically that Seahawks game coming up on Sunday night. And you want to see, you know, now that the Vikings actually have one win under their belt, if they would trend in the right direction. What do they do with the Seahawks team that offensively it's it's all Russell Wilson all the time, and defensively they are not the Legion of Boom anymore. So uh, you want to pay attention to that game obviously as well. So uh, the Packers – going to sit home they're going to sit back they're going to relax they're going to watch this Uh, another game of interest i think really right now a team that we're not talking about nearly enough is la the rams uh they are taking on the uh the washington football team the rams at three and one the washington at uh, one and three and uh, see if the rams can go again uh, west coast to east coast and walk away with yet another victory so we'll uh, we'll check that one out this weekend as well but some good stuff coming up this weekend even though the packers aren't playing keep that in mind when we come back we're going to get back to it your biggest takeaway from last night's contest your biggest takeaway from the first four games of this season what do you think of your green bay packers as they stand a quarter of the way through it and they don't have a blemish to their record let's get into that discussion that's all coming up next to the bill michael show